We are four ordinary Americans who happen to be atheists, talking about current topics and religious nonsense. Welcome to the Profane Argument. Okay, and we are live. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the 30th episode of the Profane Argument Podcast. My name is Ray, and along with me are... Hi, I'm Karen. I'm Jared. This is Ian. And uh, we are live streaming to YouTube. If you'd like to listen to the show, you can search YouTube for Profane Argument and follow along, or you can follow us on Twitter at Profane Arg, and if you tweet us, uh, we might respond. If you want to listen live, we generally record... Around 9 p.m. Tuesdays. We're actually a little early this time. That's crazy. Oh. Thank God. <laughs> so, so, does anybody have about. anything they want to talk about? <laughs> Season three, Young Justice. <laughs> yeah. And anything happened since last time we were on? <laughs> well, we went to California. That was nice. Yeah. That was oh, nice, actually. I hear good things. Uh, so Ooh, today, November pleasant. 15th, I don't know if you guys know, but it is. Uh, it has been declared openly secular day. Mm-hmm. You oh. can go to OpenlySecular.org, and you can pledge to tell one other person that you are non-religious. Hey, Ian. I'm yep. non-religious. Oh. <laughs> Thanks. I didn't – I, I – uh, turns out I'm glad to know mm. that. I do have uh, something to share now that you've brought oh, this up. Oh, okay. Apparently, uh, my wife was a day ahead because she texted me and then called me yesterday after her lunch break and said, I just had the strangest lunch break. Coworker X, while we were eating, looked at me and told me that she didn't believe in evolution. And I said, pardon? <laughs> <laughs> Out of nowhere? <laughs> and Yeah, like, and she said, you know, I just, and she's like, you know, I don't know how that, how you could prove something like that. And my wife was like, you mean beyond science? <laughs> and she's like, and, and other, she's like, how about, you know, uh, you know, uh, fossil records and carbon dating? And she's like, I don't think carbon dating's accurate. And Kelly's like, because of past times that you've tried it and you've got confusing results or <laughs> your extensive science background. And she's like, no, I just don't, tr I don't believe in science. And Kelly's like, you don't need to believe in science. Do you also not believe in computers? <laughs> Should this be and in the section of how we got here? <laughs> <laughs> And uh, and the lady was like, uh, I'm angry. And Kelly said, I guess we'll just have to agree to disagree on this situation. Wow. And uh, there it was. Wow. And that, that blew my mind. I said, because I, I knew the woman and we met and she's, she's you know, a, whatever. She's neutral. But I, I also know her to be a born again Christian. Um, I just didn't know that. I, I guess I didn't know, understand that the, that the two were exclusive. Like, I'm a born again Christian and now all this other crazy hoo-ha has to go along with it yeah see it's it's not exclusive I, so somebody has to be feeding her that i mean it's right. definitely encouraged to, in a lot of places yeah yeah it's the setting aside of of logic in favor of faith well right. once you take one yeah. cog out of the machine the whole machine breaks down yeah right so um yeah so that was her tell someone that i'm i'm secular day uh i'll be sure to try to tell someone else before the night's out that i am an atheist i'm not sure who i'm gonna tell at this point it's getting kind of late but it is i, might I told somebody i voted for hillary today does that kind of count it, it helps sure it's done the right track i got yelled at in the alley for it. Uh, 
a guy I know just happened to walk by and he was like, oh, what are you doing, Jared? I was like, Dove, just grab my lunch. He's like, yeah, all right. And then he got like 30 feet farther down the aisle and he goes, oh, yeah, by the way, vote Trump. And I was like, one, I was like, asshole, the election was a week ago. Yeah. (laughs) It's it's possible he might not have known. I think he lives in a dumpster. Um, (laughs) uh, But then I just I just turned around. I said, nope. I said, voted for Hillary. And he was just like, what? You did what? My town is all that. And he was just shocked. And I figured that's almost the same as saying I'm secular. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That's pretty good. It's going to get about the same reaction at this point. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I'm thinking back on my day. I don't think I told anybody today. I think those around me that could have an inkling already have an inkling. So <laughs> <laughs> I got to say, you three seem to get embroiled in these kind of conversations all the time. Like, I never seem to have anybody like I just don't seem to get in those types of conversations during the day. Oh, I it's definitely them. Mm. This was this. Mine was a side story for my wife. I don't have adult friends my days are spent with a two-year-old we don't have we don't have very deep philosophical discussions uh so you may as you may have guessed the uh the meat of this episode is going to be about the election so i wanted to start this off i don't know if you guys know who david remnick is uh but he wrote an article recently for the new yorker called an american tragedy and there was a piece of it that i thought was Really good to to start with. So what he wrote was, The election of Donald Trump to the presidency is nothing less than a tragedy for the American Republic and a triumph for the forces at home and abroad of nativism, authoritarianism, misogyny, and racism. Trump's shocking victory is a sickening event in the history of the United States and liberal democracy. On January 20th, we will bid farewell to the first African-American president, a man of integrity, dignity, and generous spirit, and witness the inauguration of a con who did little to spurn endorsement by the forces of white supremacy. It is impossible to react to this moment with anything less than revulsion and profound anxiety. Yeah, it's about where I am. Yeah, I yeah. fully agree with that. Yeah, it was well put, yeah. but I'm definitely through my repulsion and anxiety. <laughs> I definitely st- I stuffed those down. So, well, we They're do- where they belong with all my other feelings. <laughs> no, you gotta hold on to that shit, Ian, man. You got a rough four years. <laughs> <laughs> Well, somebody, I forget who it was, it might have been uh, um, John Oliver said about the five stages of grief, <laughs> denial, anger, bargaining, depression, and acceptance. And I don't think it quite applies, but it's close. I mean, because denial, anger, bargaining, and depression all hit Tuesday night. That was real quick. <laughs> and I don't think See, I'm ever- I never hit that stage. <laughs> I, I was definitely in the stage of like, oh, shit, it's over. And I was I was never like doing the math. Count this. No, she can, I'm like, nope, it's it's over. Oh, Give I it de- up. Get ready. I, I definitely have. Oh, they haven't counted the big cities yet. So Michigan is still going to go. You know, Philadelphia County hasn't come in yet. Delaware County hasn't come in. I was doing all that. I was all in denial. I'm like, no, no, no. We're good. We're good. And then anger bargaining, depression rapidly followed. I am never. Fuck that. I'm not going into acceptance. Not going to happen. <laughs> I agree with you. That's what I said last night, too. <laughs> I'm square in anger looking at the other three going, no, not yet. <laughs> uh, another no, quote you can that never I won't accept it. No. Yeah, that's that's just like John Oliver said. This is not normal. This is, uh, you know, if you accept it. Oh, man. I mean, it's already going out of the, you know, off the rails. Yeah. So another quote that I thought was interesting was uh, actually from Chappelle on Saturday Night Live, <laughs> who said, we've actually elected an Internet troll as our president. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
So, yeah, the, uh, the first thing I want to get into is uh, how did this happen? And you might think, well, why why does it matter how it happened? I, well, I think it matters because moving forward, I think we have to analyze how it happened to determine how we can possibly proceed and and not have everything fall to shit. So I have a couple questions. What, so what caused this to happen? Was there a global cause? Like, was it just an outlash against political correctness? Because I've heard a lot of people say that. No. Van that Jones, Van <clears throat> Jones said, said it was a white lash. No. Like it was a, just a That's backlash of, of, of white people. <laughs> There are so many parts of this, it's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. I, I think a large part of it was the fact that uh, the middle class, and it's not just white middle class, there was a small percentage of, of Latino middle class and black middle class that voted for him because manufacturing jobs have gone elsewhere. And he charismatically towed that line every single day, multiple times a day. And that spoke to people because it's true. The good manufacturing jobs, good middle class, go to work, and you don't have to be real smart, but you can make a goddamn fantastic toilet. Those jobs are gone. He's right about that. Right, but they're not coming back. You can't bring them back. Just because he's president doesn't mean I get to move to Michigan now and get a good job in a car assembly <laughs> plant. My dad gets to move back to Pittsburgh and get his steel job back. Oh, Ian, like you're, Ian, you're missing the point. Yeah. You're, he wasn't saying that to you. He was saying it to the people that believed it, and they yeah. believed him. No, and, wholeheartedly. You know, like I said, that's part of it. But misinformation was another part of it. Absolutely. Nobody decided oh. to look up and see. Hey, can he bring back manufacturing jobs? Is that possible in this day and age? But no, no. But they don't look that up, so they just go, "Yeah, I want a 1955 America." Yeah. So the one quote that uh, I think is relevant the, uh, from all people, Mike Rowe did an article about uh, the election. And he said, the people did not want a politician. The people wanted to be seen. And Donald Trump convinced those people that he could see them. And Hillary Clinton did not. Mm. Well, and charisma does play a big part in this, too. I mean, he was he's very charismatic. Mm. And he's a troll. It's I would say it even it's not even that you ha you have to understand something about what happened here. Partly. Is and this and I can only say this from the point of view that I that I saw it with people that I know. There are people I know who voted in this election who have never voted in any election, mm -hmm. and they were definitely in between the ages of thirty five and sixty five. A, a sixty five year old who probably never voted before, never paid attention to the primaries, never anything like that ever. And because when he would flip through the channels, this person, he would just go, oh, here's some politicians. Yeah, yeah, whatever. It'll, you know, eventually it'll come down to November and we'll see a new president. And that's fine. Hmm. But this time he flipped through the channels and saw somebody he knew. Yeah. Somebody he knew. Somebody you could actually focus in on. Is this guy going to focus in on Kasich? Is he going to focus in on no. Ted Cruz? The only, no. the only reason he knows Ted Cruz is because Donald Trump talked about him. Hmm. And that led to that and then that just that following just snowballed because i know that guy from tv that is a poor man's version of a rich man yeah donald trump so it wasn't just so much that he donald trump has charisma he, he's got energy mm -hmm. i will give you that much that guy was out doing rallies three four a day yeah a day i mean he just was non-fucking-stop but what he was saying was just babble but that didn't matter <laughs> I know that guy from TV. Right. You know, so I, I would never say he's char charismatic. He's just a moron. <laughs> he's forceful. Well, he, he, the orangeness goes in his favor, I think, because you flip through the TV and go, what? What? Wait, what the hell was that? You back up and you watch him and he tells you, my name is Trump. And he repeats his name over and over. I mean, it's classic con man 
material. Listen to me. I I know the best. I am. (laughs) But, and and listen, I understand it's easy to glaze over looking at all boring politicians coming up and talking, but even on on the Democratic side, if I was flipping through the channels and I'm like, Tim Webb or whoever his name was, boring. (laughs) Lincoln Chafee, boring. Who's the guy from Maryland? Uh, O'Malley. O'Malley. Boring. Ron Perlman's running for president? Hellboy? Oh, shit. (laughs) (laughs) Which, by the way, he is. <laughs> um, well, that's I'm Bernie like, S- that's something I'm going to pay attention to. Uh, that's where Bernie Sanders had a leg up because you, you turned to him and he was interesting. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, it, it just the, the Clinton machine rolled over him was the problem. Well, he, I mean, if you're looking for other people to blame, you can blame fucking Democrats for this mess. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. They are mostly to blame for this mess. Yeah. They they ha- they thought they had it in the bag. They were a little bit worried towards the end, and the to- the polls started favoring her again. And they're like, "We got this." They had they fireworks ran- ready to go. They had the party all set, and they didn't. They did not. I don't think she actually wrote a concession speech because she didn't do it till the next day. They well, had they they ran the worst possible candidate against him. <sighs> the worst. Yeah. Whether I mean, listen, I know it would have been neat to see the first woman president. Yeah. I'm not. You know, I was looking forward to that. But they ran somebody who was exactly what he was running against. Career politician, involved in money, and she had a small stupid scandal that they could focus on. It was just a horrible pick, man. It was – I really just – you really should have just sucked it up and been like, we'll take care of this in four years. We'll get it done one day. But this is not the time. And they said, yeah, yeah we got it. Yeah. Hubris. <laughs> yeah. And she and let's face it. She wasn't out there like he was. No, she wasn't. You know, she or did. at least CNN wasn't putting it up. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I, I do. That's another part of it. I partly blame the media for this because he was so entertaining and so newsworthy that they just focused on him. He got how much free advertising? He didn't spend any money. It's ridiculous. Oh, yes. Media is to blame as well. Yeah. <laughs> so I have, a, big, I have another. Big league. <laughs> big league. I have another follow-up <laughs> question uh, with this. Uh, and I have this because of this is some opinion of the people that I I work with and mm-hmm. also there's an article that I want to reference so and and considering that we talk about religion on this podcast is Islam does Islam have much to do with the outcome of the election so let me give you some information on that Clinton said that she would increase the number of refugees coming in by 550% she did not in any portion of her speeches acknowledge the problems that refugees have been causing in Europe, which Trump mm. focused on. She uh, So basically, the idea is that worrying about Islamism is not necessarily a sign of racism or bigotry, because Muslims worry about Islamism. Mm. They don't worry about Mormonism or Judaism. They worry about Islamism. Uh, there is uh, the article is about, I believe it, her name is pronounced Azra Namani. She is a uh, well, former Wall Street Journal reporter. She is a co-founder of the Muslim Reform Movement. So she is totally against Islamism, jihadism. And she came out and said she is a Muslim, a woman, an immigrant, and she voted for Trump. Wow. Oh, I saw that article. Because she is... I didn't read it because I was just like, okay, you got a token Muslim voting for Trump. <laughs> Lovely. <laughs> she, uh, um, But she is also a very well-spoken uh, outgoing 
Muslim woman immigrant. Um, and she well, basically the- said that we've she voted for Obama twice. She said that it hasn't helped her or the people around her. She sees people still not able to get jobs, still, still, you know, low on the totem pole, or you know, basically just this side of of living on the street. And she said that nothing has been done against Saudi Arabia, Qatar, not making good enough progress against uh, ISIL, and that's why she voted for Trump. And does does she think her life is somehow going to improve in America now because of this? She believes that uh, she says she believes in the American system and that will keep Trump in check and he will do the things. It sounds like she believes that he will do the things that she wants and not do the other things because America won't allow it. I wonder how she feels. (laughs) I wonder how she feels right now. Yeah. A week later. If she still thinks the same way, yeah. with women getting their hijabs ripped off and all the shit that's been spray painted and stuff like that, mm-hmm. the appointment of Steve Bannon, is things mm-hmm. go- you think things are going to be better for you? They'll be different. I don't <laughs> doubt they're going to be better. Well, you know what? That's a shit article, in my opinion. <laughs> I'm sorry. That is not a good reason. No. Well, they found – and they found one person who is uh, female and Muslim. Uh, is she the only female Muslim? No, probably not. But she's she, she does not have a lot of company. Not what I'm seeing on the news with female Muslims. They seem scared as shit right now. Yeah. They, they, really, they should be. <laughs> I, female I Muslims st- that are allowed to vote. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> like just last night on CNN, they found the one Jew to defend Steve Bannon that Ugh. used to work for him. Oh, <laughs> like I can only imagine – and boy – is this guy Jewish? <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> uh, and, and he's horrible on TV, by the way. But someone paid him, and he will defend Steve Bannon to his dying breath. Why? Uh, Why? So, so it's a wash now. We got a Jew oh, yeah. defending him. <laughs> so we got a Muslim woman who voted for Trump. So I guess we were all wrong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So as, in case anybody is wondering who's listening, uh, Steve Bannon was uh, – they announced mm-hmm. that he has been – Put in position of the senior senior counselor to the president is, I guess, the <laughs> official position. No, it's a made up position. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's not. It's not a traditional cabinet position, is it? The only no uh, cabinet cabinet no. positions have to be confirmed by the Senate. Right. This okay. is someone in his. This is a staff member that theoretically Rance Priebus will oversee. Right. Okay. That Trump can just slap anybody in there. Speaking of him, well, he is the only other uh, confirmed. The chief of staff uh, yeah. was right. announced, Rance Priebus. Reason, totally reasonable. Rance, he put the screws to all the other Republicans and said, you don't get no more money unless you get behind Trump. And yeah. they got in line fast. Everybody but Kasich just lined right up and said, you're right. He's the best. Yeah. Who yeah, better to be funny. chief of staff? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but you know what? Reince Priebus doesn't scare me. Eh, things will suck, but he's not a psychopath right. or, a mis- <laughs> or a bigot. <laughs> True. Uh, not R- that we yeah, know Priebus of. is the kind of shit you expect. Yeah. Not like the asshole that is part of the EPA trans- transition team, that Ugh. Myron climate denying dickwad, whatever his name is. <laughs> yeah. So uh, one of the things you, you asked about was uh, why people voted. For Trump, what, what, are the, what is the reason for this? So somebody that I work with uh, told me that he voted for Trump. And the reason that he told me he voted for Trump was because of Obamacare. And I'm like, Obamacare? You you have insurance through our employer. That doesn't make any sense. And he said, well, last year, Obamacare made it so that I had to take my wife off of our policy because she could get insurance through her employer. Um, she couldn't be on the, our employer. I'm like, no, no, no. That was a cost-saving measure by our employer. I had nothing to do with Obamacare. And he went, oh. 
Oh. <laughs> oh, you'd be surprised how many people do not know what Obamacare is or understand it. <laughs> no, he, I've he, asked them when they say Obamacare is destroying this country. I said, I go, oh. explain Obamacare to me. And they go, well, it's free health care for everybody. I'm like, it is? <laughs> I go, have you used it? And they're like, no. I go, because I'm on it and I'm still – I pay every fucking month. <laughs> yeah. But this, this was his reasoning. I'm like, oh, crap. <laughs> Uh, so uh, low information. Yeah. So oh. so the other appointments that uh, we, we have uh, right now, there are no official appointments, but there's a whole bunch of quote unquote short lists of people. Right. The, I think the scariest thing to me is the short list for the secretary of, of state, which is Newt Gingrich, Bob Corker and John Bolton. <laughs> Now, Newt Gingrich, I think everybody's familiar with. Bob Corker is a senator from Tennessee. He's the current chairman of Senate Foreign Relations Committee. And he is – the one thing that he has going for him, well, and John Bolton as well, they're both very anti-Russian. Hmm. So, so why on earth would Trump be picking him? Right. So that leads me to believe – Because Trump's not doing the picks. Yeah. Oh, right. It's Pence. Yeah. Well, I'm sure Trump gets – he gets the final say. It's going to be well, Pence is kind of lining him up for him, right? But do you, but do you really? Th and I wanted to ask this quick before you got into all the bad things about these guys. Like, do you think that Trump even knows who any of these people are? No, half of me has no idea. Right. So that that's the scary thought that like he's just up there going, I don't know, just do whatever. Right. <laughs> I mean, he certainly like, knows who Newt is, but and if you're wondering right, who, but, uh, yeah, he, yeah, he knows Newt is the guy who defended him. Oh yeah, I like that guy. He talked mm, good shit right. about me. Yeah, I was going to say, I think that's what a lot of this is going to, you know, shuffle out to be is, you know, he knows who helped him get here and he has to repay a lot of favors. Yeah. Or like Putin, like what's he paying Putin? Yeah. <laughs> well, even more basic than that, it's all about loyalty for him. Right. If you are loyal, loyal to him, he will be loyal to you. If you are disloyal, you are shit to him. So, yeah, it's it's all about can you can you kiss his ass softly enough? <laughs> So let's hear all the other bad shit about these guys. Yeah. Well, if you're wondering, so the third guy, John Bolton, uh, if you're wondering who that is, if you can, if you've ever watched Fox News and seen an old man with the whitest, biggest, boldest mustache you can imagine, that was John Bolton. I don't know if you guys remember this. <laughs> yeah, but he was involved in something else too. I remember his name uh, when Bush was president. He, yeah, I don't, I don't know all of his history, but he, all, as well, is uh, definitely against. The ties to Russia. He he's he was all about the Cold War. Then. Well, is it possible that that Pence and and whoever are, are suggesting these things to him, pushing him in a certain direction to say this? But like Steve Bannon was like the one thing they had to give him to make him feel like he's doing shit. Like I I hope that these people are there to be like, this guy is fucking nuts, and we got to put you know crappy Republicans that make things crappy for other people, but not blow up the fucking country. <laughs> I don't know. Like, you know, like Steve Bannon might. <laughs> well, he, he's going to be the president. He's He has all of the power. They have, they, it, he, what he says goes. They don't have any power over him. They can't say, oh, he, he's fired how many people no, during no, no. this campaign? No, 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 I know, but he's, but my theory also is that he doesn't, one, he doesn't know about this shit. I mean, I've heard c numerous reports that they were shocked by, like, all the positions that they had to fill yeah, yeah. when they got in there. And, like, that Obama was like, I got the sense that, like, he just didn't really understand, you know, what he was going to be doing. Like, Trump is – he's already mentioned that he doesn't want to live in the White House full time. Right. He he, th he thinks he can do four days in Washington and then go back to Trump Tower. <laughs> right. So, so like, they're just like, yeah, yeah, little boy. Look, you made a choice. It's Steve Bannon. We're going to, you know, handle the rest here because he either doesn't know or doesn't care. You know, 
I don't know what's worse, though. These people. I, I mean, that's I, what I'm thinking, Pence, too. <laughs> Pence picking people or, you know, Trump picking people. Trump was upset that he couldn't put his kids in there, for Christ's sake. So, right. you know. Right. And keep in mind, Trump was a Democrat for a very long time. He was. You know, and he's got some. He's a fucking nut job and he doesn't deserve to be president. I'll never take that away from him. <laughs> But he might not be as bad because even now he's, like, turned on Obamacare a little bit. He's, like, gay's got to pass. He's, like, that's settled. It's those other guys now who, if he starts slacking and, like, not wanting to pay attention and just be like, you guys handle it. They're like, oh, we got it, President Trump. Gays? Oh, you're fucked. Okay. <laughs> but he's wildly inconsistent, though. And during the Leslie Stahl interview, he said, what was it? The marriage equality law, that's established law. It's from, you know, last year sometime. Right. It's been That's through the court. Law. Right. It's been through the Supreme Court. That's decided. Roe versus Wade, though. Yeah, we're going to turn that shit over because that's not been established law for since 1976, for Christ's sake. <laughs> See, but that's that's what you don't – or what you're not getting about Trump is that he doesn't know what the fuck he's talking yeah. about. Yeah. <laughs> because all he knows is, is that he says, I'm going to put judges in that are going to overturn Roe v. Wade that people will vote for him. So he's never really thought about it. I don't even no. think he fucking cares about it. No. But Can you imagine how many how many women he sent to go get an abortion and give them the money to do it? <laughs> well, yeah, I'm pretty sure there's probably quite a few. But yeah. so he just knows, you know, that's my tagline. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's my thing with the justices. Yeah, we're going to overturn that. Yeah. If someone had said to him, like if Leslie Stott said, you know, that's a law just like gay marriage, he yeah. might have been like, it is? <laughs> oh. Because I, I just recently invested Obamacare. There was some good shit in there. <laughs> Well, that's the, he's so plastic. Yeah, I mean, Obama, I think, swayed him in an hour, hour and a half long conversation. I mean, this is the person that he, you know, called into question his his capability of being president by the fact that he was born in Hawaii. Well, not born in Hawaii. It's bizarre the way he can be manipulated. So what you're saying, Karen, that it's official. Obama cannot leave the White House. He has to stay there like a little Yoda on his shoulder, <laughs> <laughs> just kind of directing him the right way. Be like, no, Donald, you can't do that. Let me explain to you why you can't do that. <laughs> I don't know if you could, could could convince him to do it. I really don't. I think he, at this point he's just so fed up and wants to get the hell out of that house. Oh, yeah. I, don't, yeah, I wouldn't blame him for that. I, I mean, if you said, you know, the future of the country depends on it, maybe. Here's my argument against the idea that the Republicans have something to do with this list of appointments. Uh, in the appointment list, Attorney General, there are Rudy Giuliani and Chris Christie is are listed. Mm -hmm. I don't Chris think Christie the, the high-up Republicans put them in this list. Right, yeah. I agree. And I, I, the amount of – I was looking at all of the lists and all the short lists and all the people rumored. The amount of places where the rumor mill has put – potentially Giuliani. It was like blowing my mind. They were like, yeah, he'll probably end up as director of the CIA. I was like, get the fuck out of town. <laughs> well, again, I, I, I feel that like he was like, obviously Rudy, another big supporter for him. Mm. I don't know if he promised him anything, but he probably was like, you know, we'll get you something. Yeah. And he might've passed that along as like, find a spot for Rudy. And they're like, we'll put him on this short list or whatever. But I mean, it, it's a possibility Director of CIA, I seriously doubt. But <laughs> I, I don't think they're going to give him a position that has to be approved by Congress because Congress will not have not have anything to do with that. So they'll, he'll have a position like Benick Bannon does. Okay. Yeah. And Chris Christie's death. He's not going anywhere. They are trying to distance themselves from him so much. It's ridiculous. But he's also super loyal. He stood behind Trump. So he will also well, get a position of some sort. It will be not one that has to go in front of Congress again, but he will get something. Maybe. Maybe. 
Maybe he'll just get a presidential pardon. I think loyalty plays a much bigger role in Trump's world than uh, it does in typical politics. No, it does. I don't doubt that. But again, I just don't think that he wants to be bothered with this shit either. He's mm-hmm. I'm probably like, you know, all right, yeah, you know, Steve did a lot of work for me. Find a spot for him somewhere. Yeah. Do yeah. something for him. Yeah. Sure. I, I love the uh the short list for Secretary of Commerce. Mm-hmm. Who's uh, on that? Um it's either the dude who invented PayPal or right. Vince Mc or, or Vince McMahon's wife. Oh Jesus <laughs> Christ. I was so excited when I saw those two. I was like, fantastic. So I mean I really gotta go with the guy who would keep him both, you know, plugged into the tech world and give him a token gay guy on the cabinet. Oh yeah. That's gold. Yeah. Although Pence cannot be on board with this though. <laughs> no, 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 not at all. Uh, maybe mm. he'll say only if he agrees to go to conversion therapy. <laughs> <laughs> Only if he agrees to not have butt sex while d- in the position. <laughs> Can he tone that, that shit down for four years? Yeah. Ooh. So the the list that I have is from New York Times, and it's obviously an old list because two, in two separate places, uh, Secretary of Education and uh, Secretary of Health and Human Services both have Ben Carson on the short list. And Ben Carson has since come out and said, me? In those positions? Mm-hmm. I don't have any experience. I don't know what you're talking about. That would be silly. It would be a fish out of water. And, so, and I'll say it again. He was running for president until March. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> why? What, what do you think? What is Ben's angle here? Publicity. At for this what? point, yeah, it's book. all publicity. I think he's realized he can make way more money not being in politics and just sit, you know, talking about politics. Oh, what position is Corey Lewandowski up for? Because I heard he left CNN. Oh, what? he is. He is. He's. Um. Uh. He's looking at they're either for the press secretary. Or uh, something very similar. Oh, okay. I thought that'd be Kellyanne Conway. She'd be perfect for that. <laughs> That's the thing is I haven't heard her name on anything. Yeah. And she's probably the one person I'd feel more comfortable with in there. Because while she is an awful fucking person, don't get me wrong, <laughs> she might be able to rein him in a little bit hmm. on well, maybe, the crazier maybe, shit. Maybe, um, he's, maybe she's out of favor with him because she locked him down hard. Took, took away his, his Twitter. Away. Yeah, <laughs> took my phone away. I'm not putting you in my cabinet. <laughs> Lewandowski, though, has to get something because he was, I mean, he was not a Trump kind of guy. He was a conservative who switched to Trump when it when it met his needs. But he is also a white male. I, th- I mean, how can you not get a job working for Trump with his history? Oh, well, he's a true scumbag. Yeah, he is a true scumbag, that guy. Yeah. And I really wish Van Jones had punched him in the fucking face no. on election night. I would have loved that. <laughs> Love that. <laughs> that would have been good. Yeah. Wait, was he so, just, so he was the guy who was screaming about the no concession speech? Yes. Okay. He used to be Trump's campaign manager, and he got fired yeah. for grabbing a woman's arm, but somehow still managed to get paid from the campaign and get paid by CNN to be a pundit. Now, to be more than grabbing her arm, he grabbed her arm and pulled her, to the, pulled her down, knocked her over. On well, I don't know. I thought I saw the video. I thought he just kind of grabbed her back. Either way, he got fired and he still yeah. got paid. He's an asshole. Oh, yeah, he's an asshole. But my new favorite thing now to do is watch the news and watch these spineless fucking Republicans defend Steve Bannon. Mm. <laughs> I mean, I don't know how you can say this shit without throwing up. <laughs> I, got a, they- I got a little sidebar before you go on. Bolton's mustache is so dope. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is the first time you've ever seen him? Oh, my goodness. 
I, uh, it is, it is exactly how Ray described it. It is just straight Wilford Brimley. Yeah. It's awesome. <laughs> Doesn't make him a good person, Ian. No, no, I agree. <laughs> All right. Continue, because I also hate Steve Bannon. Yeah, so does anybody have the details on Bannon? Because all I know is the tangential stuff that I've been hearing. I'm not familiar with Bannon. Well, you know what? He he runs Breitbart. Mm -hmm. Uh, He's been, I believe... What is it? Alt-right, sorry. Yeah, well, yeah, it's a website, uh, white nationalist alt-right... Not it does, They don't come right out and say it, but their headlines are fucking ridiculous. He's pretty much known to be an anti-Semite, not a big fan of the Jews. Mm. But the thing that they keep saying about him to 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 whitewash all this bad shit is that he was in the Navy. He was like a captain in the Navy or something in the fucking Navy. And you know if you're in the military, you can do no wrong. He went to Harvard Business School, and he worked for Goldman Sachs as well. So, mm. you know, he's got a real trifecta of great things here. <laughs> and... uh Reported to have been saying that he that he doesn't like Jews. Just a whole litany of shit about him. Uh, other than that, never served in the government as f- unless the military counts, I guess. Mm-hmm. You know, he never no. governed anything, <laughs> and he looks like a pile of walking fucking sickness. Am I? <laughs> yeah, it was his ex-wife that accused him of him being uh, anti-Semitic, right? Because they were arguing about where to put take their kids to school. And she wanted to send him to some archer school for girls, and he didn't want to send them there because Jews went there. Right. Now, oh, there's no tape of this. That's hearsay, and that's right. that's fine. Take it for what it's worth. But he does run Breitbart, and Breitbart is fucking awful. Right. And that's all you need to know. Some of the headlines from Breitbart are things like birth control makes women unattractive and crazy. That's a good one. <laughs> that's just science. <laughs> there was something about some guy in the government. They called him a renegade Jew. Well, most of the things that um, are being attributed to him are Breitbart, not him personally, but he runs Breitbart, so he's well, responsible like, for it. That's like sure. saying, well, sure, this other guy is, you know, the the grandmaster of the KKK, but right. he, he never yeah. personally did anything against blacks. <laughs> right, exactly. That, but that is one of the defenses of him. I'm like, no, no, no. He, he's still editorially responsible for the things that the, the organization says. So What they're saying is that he wants to be the next Roger Ailes. <laughs> Big fat, which rich white dude? Sure. <laughs> well, probably the rich part. Yeah. He's already fat and white. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yep. He wants to get somehow more evil. Yeah. But but th- what I didn't know though is that originally Breitbart was like just a very conservative type of thing. It wasn't as batshit crazy till he took over. Mm. And that's when he saw a niche that he could fill. And like and you know before even jumping on the bandwagon and being like Breitbart's awful because all I ever see is the dumb headlines. I've never read their articles. I went and scoured the site, read some articles, went down to the comment section. Yeah, it's pretty much the way everybody's making it out to be. <laughs> uh, it's pretty bad. Yeah, it's pretty bad. And on top of that, like the amount of awful racist and anti-Semitic shit that I've seen in the past week, just in like if I'm watching a live stream of something like uh like Young Turks, which I I know Young Turks is a little <laughs> skewed in the wrong way, but I watched something else that was li- I watched uh Bill Maher did a live stream of his show. Just the awful shit coming out of people's mouths while these things are going. Big swastikas flying up through the chat, and, uh, you know, there was a swastika with Trump's, the T was the Trump, I don't know how to fucking explain how they did it. Just like, just like, wow, like, these people just feel like they have license to do whatever the fuck they want now. Yeah. I'm fucking scared. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I'm mad. <laughs> really mad, Ian. <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. I was reading up on uh, on Myron Ebel and how I can stop him. 
<laughs> How can you stop him? I don't know yet. <laughs> Which one's Myron Ebel? Is he the He's, one? He is the climate change climate denier guy? that is heading up the EPA transition. You know, climate change. It's a silly thing. It's just silly. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah, he it's definitely, said that. definitely not man-made. And as we know, EPA is really code for job-killing regulations. <laughs> and he said, and he did say, if it is true that climate change is out there, that it's not such a bad thing because people don't really like severe winters. <laughs> <laughs> so, Moron. suck on that, Earth. <laughs> uh all right. So, b- b- before you move on, real quickly though, I- yeah. I'd love to get everybody's take on this. I personally, I- I'm done with the Democratic Party. I said this last night too. I am no longer a Democrat because of the way they bungled this. I need to find a new party, and it's not Libertarians, and it's certainly not the Green Party. <laughs> I want to start my own party. I'll talk to you guys afterwards about maybe you guys can <laughs> join the party with me. <laughs> Ray, is there a-, a-, a party called the Reason Party? So there isn't as such that I am aware of, but good that you mentioned this. So if you do go to profaneargument.com, at the bottom of the page, there is – I put up a bunch of links. Uh, One is to the Free Thought Equality Pack. This is a pack Mm. that you can donate money to. They only fund people who come out in favor of reason. They can be humanists. They don't necessarily need to say that they're atheists, but they have to – basically they look at the way the people voted and determine whether or not it, it matches um, the idea of free thought humanist values. There's also uh, a I'm secular and I vote freedom from religion foundation uh, link and uh, the atheistvoter.org. So there's no I don't think there's a party, but there are some movements out there. Okay. Yeah, the problem is we it is such a two-party system and and last year Republican or Democrat at the moment, nobody else is going to win outside of local government. Local government, definitely possible. In 2020, just, I'm not exactly sure that's going to be true. Yeah. Yeah. I would agree. I think it is time to shake things up and look around a little bit more. Agreed. <laughs> it's um, because my my whole stance is, is that I can't – obviously, I cannot – go anywhere near the GOP. Oh, God. Especially now that, that that they have embraced this fucking asshole simply for money or whatever reasons, you know, donors and this and that. And I'm sick of fucking whiny-ass fucking spineless Democrats who are telling me now, well, he's our president. Give him yeah. a chance. Go fuck yourself. No. Yeah. No. He does not get a wash for everything. No. And all these appointments and stuff like that. So – no more whiny liberals, no more safe spaces, none of that shit, no trigger warnings, no fucking bigots, no fucking anti-Semites, no, you know, truck driving, whatever motherfuckers. Just people who are believe in science. I'll take religious people, too, as long as they let me do the science. Sure. All right? Go worship, do whatever the fuck you want keeps you happy. And just people who are forward-looking for once in their goddamn lives. There's got to be a party for that, yeah. right? There are individual candidates for that. No, there's not a party. God damn it. I'll do- I would donate every dollar I had to that party. <laughs> well, it's an important point, and it's one I want to get back to when we get back to the end, is I want to – I want to con- – I'm getting off the sofa and contributing what I can. Local politics, contributing money, ACLU. ACLU is going to need our help. <laughs> oh, yeah. They're, they have a lot of work ahead of them, and they're lining well, up. How do you guys feel about the Democrats now after this? Yeah. <sighs> Well, I'm I mean, disillusioned. I, basically, the the DNC made it so that Bernie couldn't run against Trump. So yeah. 
Right. I mean, I don't know that anybody can even argue against that. There's no, to me, there's, there's no question that if it weren't for the DNC and the way it was run, that we likely would have had a Bernie versus Trump and the voting would have gone completely different. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not saying that Sanders would have definitely beat Trump, but I think he would have had a, a better chance. And it was, I mean, she won the popular vote. If Bernie would have done better, it's likely he would have won. Right. He is, you know, relatively scandal free as well. So, yeah. Were I mean, they concerned that, like, because there was a, I remember kept hearing that black men just did not like Bernie Sanders for some reason because he <laughs> looked like a, just a crotchety old white man. This Which doesn't true. make any sense because he was one of the very first congressmen to stand up for civil rights. Well, He's, you'd have to get that news, Karen. And uh, if that never, <laughs> that's part of the reason why this, we're here we are now is because I think, at, how, I don't remember what the number was, but it was astronomical high of how many people get their news solely from Facebook. Yeah, yeah. that was sad and scary. Solely from Facebook. And, yeah. I must be in one of those rare situations where – because a lot of people, they say, live in these these bubbles online. Mm-hmm. So you only hear the news that you want to hear. And all I heard was the news I didn't want to hear. So mm-hmm. all my friends were feeding me <laughs> shit, pushing me in the right direction, I feel, because that's all I saw. So I, I guess I don't have a lot of liberal friends. But that's sad. So if you don't know that, then he's just an old white guy running for president. Fuck that guy. Well, yeah, that's that's. I mean, it's a good point because you you have to be involved and you have to listen and you have to pay attention. There's half the country. Half the country doesn't even vote. Forty four percent of eligible voters did not even vote. Less 40, than two thousand twelve people voted. Yeah. Even though they kept telling me record turnout for some reason, it turned out it was the record was Ian. <laughs> What's that? What was the record? Two thousand. Wasn't it in two thousand eight? Yeah, right. the record was that it was record low. Not oh, record yeah, low. Yeah, oh, I don't know that low. it was. See, and I guess it depends on uh, you know what areas, and I, and I know that's totaled overall. But I'm telling you, I you know I work it, the, the the local ward that I you know work at. We have seven hundred and six. No, we have seven hundred and twenty registered voters in our ward, and we had a turnout of uh, five hundred and sixty people by the end of the night. Hmm. So Pretty I mean. Decent. It was enormous. Out of, out of 700? Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. that's the thing. My station, too, they said the same thing. They're like, we have 1,400. He's like, and it was 10. I was there at like 1130 in the morning. He goes, we already have half that. He goes, that's more than we've ever seen. That's wow. more than we've ever seen. The last, the, the, the last, every time I've worked. Oh, my God. God forbid it's a primary. If we get over 100, <laughs> it's a lot of people. Holy shit. That's <laughs> yeah. sad. That yeah, is that's, fucking sad. But, uh, so, but, yeah, this was enormous compared to, to what we're used to. But was it predominantly people that had never voted before and were voting for Trump? Oh, my God. Nonstop. Yeah. At least two to one. That amazes me. I, I heard tangentially a story about um, somebody who was working at a polling place up in uh, northern Pennsylvania who said that at least 50, pay, 50 people came into this little tiny little polling station wanting to vote for Trump, weren't even registered, didn't know how to register, had no clue what to do, <laughs> but they were there uh. to vote for Trump. I, I, I know it had to – if it happened in one place, it happened all over the place. So he got the Trump – he got the vote out, but he still only got – of all the eligible voters in the country, he got 27.6% of them. He got less than Mitt Romney. Yeah. That's how much people hated Hillary Clinton. She got 27.9%. She got 0.3% more voters. But, right. But you know. what I'm saying, she also got 5 million less than Obama. <laughs> yeah, she did. Yeah. Yeah. So record you know. low turnout except for – crotchety old white guys yeah <laughs> oh yeah and backwoods weirdos were, non-stop yeah. force 
So on a change of a little bit of change of subject, what do you uh, think about the hashtag not my president, the protests that are going on? D- despite what you think, he is going to be the president of the United <laughs> States. Um, unless somebody, you know, unless something really bizarre happens, like the Electoral College doesn't vote for him, which is really unlikely. Um, he is going to be your president. If you want to move, great. Then he's not your president. Otherwise, he is. Shut up. I do am something. 50-50 on these people. On one hand, I'm in that same camp. Like, well, what are you trying to do? Yeah. Why weren't you protesting a year ago, six months ago, last week? Why didn't you vote last week? Uh, but on the other hand, I like the fact that there's a lot of people out there going, yeah, you're the president. You're just not my president. So I'm just just getting it known that like because, – and because what scares me is that the Republicans are saying we have a mandate now. No. The American people have spoken. We have a mandate no. to do whatever the fuck we want. And like mandate? <laughs> you don't have a mandate. You didn't even win the popular vote. So no. letting people know that everybody's not on board, I'm okay with that. Yeah, I don't. I, don't, um, I guess it's just the phraseology I don't like. Yep, I'm with Karen. As uh, when Karen's was reaching out to people moments ago earlier in the show, that was all stuff I can support and get behind. Hashtag anything dot protest is dumb. You're all dumb. It is. <laughs> it's pointless. It's yeah. absolutely pointless. And I know that I see. I hear what Jared is saying, and that it's good to. You know, let there, you know, make sure that there's a, a resistance out there and let the presence be known. Mm. But again, it's, it's just, it's lazy and it's just, it's pointless. It goes nowhere. If you need to, you know, it's, if actions mm-hmm. speak louder than words, then, then you need to, you need to be present at these things. You can't just hashtag now. Being angry at Trump at this point is valid, mm-hmm. but not helpful. You right. need to work to protect the communities that are in danger. Because he is the president. Exactly. I agree with you. But again, like I said, I'm 50-50 because I'm still happy that – like because, again, my Facebook is full of people who I don't agree with politically are telling other people, shut the fuck up, asshole. We (laughs) won. You got to do what we say now. And they're pretty much wording it that way. (laughs) Uh, You whiny libtards can go to fucking hell. We're taking over again. I hear that. Word for word. Right. I see libtard more than I see any other word. More than Harambe. <laughs> I, and, and I, I but, agree. And I mean, I didn't have, obviously, you couldn't have expected them to be, you know, magnanimous and, and generous winners. Oh, absolutely. And, not. um, like you were saying, you know, where were these people when it mattered? And that's the thing. Maybe they're not, you know, maybe they don't have a mandate, but they do. Everybody's like, oh, Congress's approval rating is at like 30%. Mm-hmm. This is the worst ever. A hundred percent of the incumbents are still in there. Minus one. Minus one. Oh my God. No, <laughs> no one did anything to affect any kind of change. So, yeah. hash, hashtag they're wrong. Yeah. <laughs> well, tell, okay. How, if how, if how you're about, arguing the fact that like a person who I thought we were talking about the people outside protesting, if you're talking about people just sitting on Twitter hashtagging, then yeah, those people are stupid and that's not going to make a difference. Yeah, people who are going to put bodies in the streets—that's fine. I, oh, I support yeah. that. Okay, okay, okay. That's what. It, yeah, that's what I understand. Yeah, I was talking about those people. But if you're just—if you think you're getting your part done by hashtagging on Twitter, yeah. then you are an asshole. It's, <laughs> it's about as useful as uh, praying. Yeah. Yes, yeah. exactly. Like uh, you know, there uh, people who are out there physically doing it. Yeah. Are are better are better th- are better than me. I would love to. I would have loved to have been down in State College today. Uh, on Old Maid Lawn protesting the Dakota Access Pipeline, but 
again, I just sat at home and watched Prices Right. <laughs> well, you also had a, a child to, to watch, watch over, right, so right. I, he, he is a bit of a bone anchor, but I love him. But uh, you know, I, I, I you know, I can't. I could have taken him. Right. We were in State College visiting his grandparents, mm. but we decided we wanted to go play on the swings instead. Well, it's weird. The, the protests on on campus, I mean, I've kind of um, skirted around the edges of them a couple times, and I feel weirdly out of place there. <laughs> because, I mean, it's students. It's the students getting together and doing their thing. And I, I don't know. It just yeah. feels odd sometimes. Anything like that, I always feel like I'm the, uh, you know, the parent hanging out at the edge of the prom, <laughs> just watching over. <laughs> the chaperone? And it, exactly. It's, yeah. it's awful. It just feels awkward. And uh, it, it does, but, but I feel like you need to be there to let these starry eyes, bright eyed kids know that they don't, like, they don't have to, you know, get beaten down by the system. They can continue, uh, you know, their dreams and their ideals into adulthood. Yeah, true. Very true. I need to get, get over large, my awkwardness. Get very big safety pins and wear them and wander through the crowd. <laughs> I don't know. I would love to know how many of them actually voted, though. Uh, yeah. Because if you didn't vote, then you really can't bitch. I don't agree with that George Carlin bit about <sighs> not voting and not being able to bitch. You, no. <laughs> uh, you fucked up. D- d- like I like I understand. Make it known you don't like that. That's fine. But own it. Where? Th- what the fuck, man? Where were you? <laughs> yeah, you didn't do your part. You got to do your part. And I think that's probably the biggest thing that's come out of this election cycle is that people are starting to understand and realize that oh crap, maybe I should be paying attention. Maybe I should be participating in this because what the fuck just happened? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but there's still there's still some people I talk to who are like, it's not going to be as bad as you're making it out to be. Yeah, I went down that path for a little while, and uh, no, it's going to be bad. It's really going to be bad. So we'll get to that in a second. Uh, but yeah. I did also want to mention that we have. A- a friend who was dead set on the fact that Hillary was just going to be in office. She was told eight years ago by the Illuminati that she <laughs> had to wait for eight years and then she was <laughs> going to get in the office. And now I, I don't know how much he actually believes this, but he uh, he was like, now I don't know what to believe because yeah. obviously that wasn't true. Trump overruled the Illuminati. It just doesn't make sense. <laughs> In his he beat de- a rigged election. Right. Yeah. In his defense, the Bilderbergs are legit. However, <laughs> the information that, that you know, he may have presumed that they, you know, offered to the public, you know, clearly a misdirect. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> he honestly believed that? I don't know. I think he just wa- okay. I think he just wanted to tell himself that so that if Hillary got elected that he could, you know... Legit. See, he he was, told her so. Yeah. He hated Hillary. Did he not so. vote, thinking that that was like what's the point in voting? He did the next best thing to not voting. He voted for Johnson. Mm. Oh Christ! Yeah, that's pretty bad. I mean, that man uh, Johnson—he's an idiot. Come on, <laughs> why would you vote for him? I don't know. Um, so because <laughs> you didn't care if Donald Trump was president or not. <laughs> yeah. Let's get into the things that Trump said he was going to do. And see how legitimate they are. On our list, some are Trump, some are Pence, and some are the Republican Congress, to be fair. Not all of these are Trump. But the triumvirate of evil, this is all the list. First on the list is the repeal of the Affordable Care Act, Obamacare, and privatized Medicare. So I I only got a clip. I put a paragraph in our notes. But there there is a lot that would have to happen. It would definitely take an act of Congress. It would take several acts of Congress. It is not something that Trump could just do. Mm. Now, unfortunately, Congress is Republican, 
So there's a whole lot that they could do if they decided to do it together. But now, uh, what you mentioned, the Leslie Stahl mm-hmm. interview, he actually said, oh, no, we're going to keep parts of Obamacare. He didn't say it that way, but he said that, uh, what was it? the Kids up to age 26 and pre-existing conditions. Right. Can, yeah, that, that part's going to stay. So basically, he said, the parts that people are okay with are going to stay. But we're going to put – and it, his plan is to do something so much better, so much yeah. better, so much better. That's that's yeah. it. Those are the details. <laughs> so we got. I have something to say about this real quickly. I kind of almost like his idea of going the, across state lines. Sure. I don't know why. And I'll tell you why. I signed up to renew my Obamacare today mm. for 2017. And based on where I live, I was only eligible for seven plants, and all of them were HMOs. Mm. And I need a PPO because I live in a tri-state area. So a lot of where I go is across state lines to New Jersey and New York. If it's not in the network in an HMO, it's not covered. So I'm kind of screwed. And I was like – and right then and there, I was like, "Mm, that crossing state lines thing might actually help me. A little bit. Right. And I called them and I was like, there's no fucking way I can get a PPO as, you know, I was like, what, you know, numbers do I need to rejigger on here mm. to do that? And it's like, as not really the, the numbers only has to do with your tax credit. It has nothing to do with uh, mm. the plans offered. The plans offered is where you live. Sorry, <laughs> sucker. So I had to pick, I had to pick an HMO and just hope, you know, I plugged in a couple names and they're like, yeah, it's kind of covered. It's kind of not, but. You know, it's screwy for someone where I live. For you guys in the middle of the state, it's probably fine. Oh, yeah. You don't have to worry about having to go. Well, but, but in the middle of the state where we are, there's one hospital. Right. Oh, really? <laughs> That's it. Oh. <laughs> Unless you want to so, travel near an hour. Yeah, it's. Yeah, there's one. Oh, I got multiple to choose from here. Yeah. So, so we have so, different issues. <laughs> yeah. At, but what about his idea of like ending Obamacare, which it doesn't look like he's going to do. He's just going to tweak some numbers and call it Trump care. Yeah. And putting his new thing in effect simultaneously, like he said in that well, interview. We, it's going to happen no, simultaneously. There's no detail. There's, there's nothing to go on. We have no idea what it's going to look like. So there's no way to comment on it even. Who knows? Yeah. It, Ryan is the one that wants to uh, privatize Medicare, make it a, 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 Ugh, a chit system. That is yeah. the worst. Yeah. And it, so it, we're just going to have to wait and see on that because who knows what it's going to look like, what they're going to propose. And it's right. got to come and from Congress. Right. And this doesn't seem to – this seems to have fallen from the forefront. When I was reading, he because apparently his his 100-day, 200-day plan, mm. the blueprint is, is, is out for review. Mm. And uh, this isn't – he hasn't – did nothing. None of the things he mentioned. The only thing he is tackling in his first 100 days are the trade deals. Mm. He's like, that's my wheelhouse. <laughs> that's all I'm interested in. So according to his – First 100-day calendar, all he's going to be doing is uh, trying to restructure NAFTA. All right. I have no idea where you're getting that 100-day calendar, so I'm kind of curious. uh, I want to say I read it on CNN today. Okay. So I'm curious. Is there anything on there? Number two on our other list is uh, appoint special prosecutor to investigate Hillary Clinton. Is there anything on there? Uh, It's not. Yeah, it'll never happen. No, he's a vindictive bastard. He will do it if he can, and it he has the power happen. to do it. I'm telling you, <laughs> why? He's vindictive. Listen, he, he first of all, he secretly likes Hillary Clinton. <laughs> I'm telling you, <laughs> the Clintons—they're <laughs> friends with him. 
Chelsea and Ivanka are besties. Oh, it has not point. happened. He just said that because he's like, I'm fucking losing. I got to do something. Oh, just say during the debate? Yeah. I he's agree. Like, I agree that it's not that it will not happen. And I somewhat agree with you. I know that that Ivanka and and Chelsea are, are very close. I know that the Clintons were wedding guests at at least two of his weddings. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. He said uh, nice things about Bill and Hillary over the years. He he that he just blurted that out because he was like, oh, fuck. I bet you afterwards they were in the back. And she's like, I cannot believe you fucking said that. He's like, I know. What I- <laughs> this, this is where I will tri- uh, give a little bit of tribute to him for being smarter than than he seems, because I th- I agree with you completely. I think he said that completely just to get the rednecks back on his side. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'll buy that. All right. So the next thing is he says, and I think he's still saying this in the in the last interview that I saw, the order his top military chiefs to come up with a plan within 90 days to stop the Islamic State. Now, according to some reviews I saw, um, the, the, the only plans would involve deploying troops into Iraq, possibly even an invasion in Syria. <sighs> and is Congress going to support something like that? No. What the fuck does he think Obama's been doing? Yeah, that's what I want to say. Like, what does he think these military guys are like? They're like, oh shit, now we got to do it in thirty days. Like, yeah. wh- wh- what the fuck? Oh have gosh, we been doing we for the past up. year. <laughs> like again, I just hope there's smarter people around to be like, sir, this is the plan. <laughs> it's yeah. pretty good. I mean, if he's talking about a fundamental shift in the in the in the methodology and you know working with Russia, who knows? Kowtowing to Putin? Yeah, I can't but imagine. The boots are- the boots on the ground thing is a bad yeah. thing, right? For they don't want boots on the ground. Nobody does. No. Right. Yeah. Well, no, because a lot of the pe- of, of the people on Facebook that I saw that were talking about this were convinced that Hillary was going to get us into a World War Three to the effect of saying, "I hope you cry when there's an American <laughs> flag draped over my son's coffin," <sighs> even though the son is not even old enough to be in the military yet. <laughs> so for Trump to come out and be like, "I got to put more soldiers out there," I imagine they would not like that, right? No. Although, although they do love shooting brown people. So. They love it. Yeah. <laughs> they love it. But they, they say no reason to defend brown people, though. Right. But they're convinced that he was not going to get us into a war. So that might be, he might get some backlash on that. If There's he, no way. This is, he is using the blueprint from George Jr. This is going to be that whole, this is going to be George Jr. all over again. He is going to declare war <sighs> so that he can bypass all the checks and balances and do whatever he wants. Guarantee. So another Patriot Act type thing? Hundred hundred percent. Hundred percent. Anything you saw that George Jr. pulled will repeat history will repeat itself one hundred percent under Trump's presidency. Well, that sounds more like not a repeat and more like you're just we're just gonna be more fucked. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. It's gonna be You just we, scared the shit out of me, my friend. <laughs> I get I, I, I can I can guarantee we'll we'll be we will be attacked again. We will go to war again. There will be massive tax cuts, tax cuts for the job creators. I'm doing air quotes when no one can see me again. <laughs> that will, you know, help solidify his own, you know, his family's legacy. And, um, you know, that's it. I mean, maybe, maybe some of this trade stuff will shuffle out because I was taking a, a moment here while you guys were discussing that to read the 200 day plan. And it is a five pronged 200 day plan. <laughs> Step one renegotiate or withdraw from NAFTA. Step two, stop the Trans-Pacific Partnership deal. Step three, stop unfair imports. Those are just, that's just a quote. Four, end unfair trade practices. 
five pursue bilateral trade deals. So it's everything he knows, negotiating yes. deals. And, yeah. and the, the final focus in the 200 days is to retain and return manufacturing jobs by lowering business tax rates and eliminating job-killing regulations and <sighs> restrictions on domestic energy. Ugh. Wow, no mention of the wall. No, the wall is a myth. <laughs> well, that was always a myth. That was always yeah. just xenophobic nonsense. So It was a metaphor. That's <laughs> what we didn't understand. It was a metaphor. <laughs> I've actually heard people say that. Yeah. yeah. He said. He described it. He said how tall it was going to be. Oh, yeah, I know. <laughs> but when it doesn't show up, that's what they're going to say. Well, I, I knew he wasn't. It was a the, the wall was a metaphor. We're going to you know what I'm saying? Because now they're saying fence, double sided right. fence or some bullshit like that. Yeah. And at a lot of places, it's supposed to be now it's going to be a fence. Yeah. So we'll have barbed wire stretched across the border. Which people can step over. <laughs> I think so. And by fence, they mean defense. Again, another metaphor by strengthening <laughs> our our vetting process of immigrants. It's like which talking is to a, it's like talking to a religious apologist. Everything that is way out there and absurd becomes a metaphor when you have to argue it. Yeah. Right. Well, the whole military thing scares the bejesus out of me, but let's move on because we don't have that much time. <laughs> yeah. So the next thing on the list, I'm sure we can just call complete bullshit, is the order for the use of torture against terrorists. I mean, this was put – waterboarding was put in place by W in 2006. Um and I, I don't think that he's going to be able to persuade Congress to overturn that. No, uh, no. Because he doesn't have that's, the CIA on his side. He doesn't have the NSA on his side on this. Um, I think it was deal. just blustering. Yeah. The only reason yeah. W got away with it is because nobody thought he would ever try to do that. And there was such shock and outrage when people found out that there's no going back on that. That's crazy. Now, again, that was just another thing he yelled out like, what did they want me to hear? Yeah, waterboarding. I'm bringing that shit back. Yeah, yeah Donald, do that. Worse than waterboarding. waterboarding. Should I look that up? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wait. I'm too stupid to look shit up. I'm with you, buddy. (laughs) I don't know. That's another one. (laughs) I don't think it's a total myth. I don't know. Again, I don't know if they can get Congress to approve it. But I mean, and you're right. I mean, where would the waterboarding occur? Because uh, Obama closed Guantanamo. Oh, wait. (laughs) It's not like he didn't try. Yeah. (laughs) He tried. Congress blocked him. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I wonder why. Because they need to keep waterboarding people. Yeah. Well, they got to keep Guantanamo open because when I want to talk to John Oliver, Bill Maher, or John Stewart, where am I going to go? I got to go down there to see them. <laughs> oh, poor John Stewart. He tried to get out of the way before it all went to shit. Actually, that's one thing we don't have on our list is the the criminalization of uh, of journalism. I heard something mentioned that scared the shit out of me. Uh, where someone said, hey, what happens when they create the Office of Un-American Affairs? Oh, God. <laughs> Is that a possibility? McCarthyism returned? Just oh. an Office of Un-American Affairs. If you're being un-American, we're allowed to take you to a blackout site. If uh, <laughs> if Trump is going to hide out in Trump Tower and let Pence be in charge, then yeah, I definitely can see that happening. Yeah, it's scary. All right, uh, let's keep rolling. Next let's thing on this. our list is privatizing Social Security. That's a Paul. That's a Ryan thing. Sure, but okay. Uh, it's so Ryan, dangerous. I hope it can't be done. I, I don't know. Taking the future ability of hmm. uh, of all our seniors so that they to you know feed and clothe and medicate themselves and uh, <laughs> playing some four card poker with it. Yeah, seems like again a that hopefully idea. that's another thing that he might take a look at finally and been like, oh, that's not such a good idea. You know, ah. like with Obamacare. 
No, it's it's more money into the stock market for him. That's a good thing. Yeah, but he's not really like a he's not really like a stock Wall Street guy though. He's more of a real estate guy. It's true. Right. So. You know, he's d- more dealing in actual physical things. Like, again, I think – I mean, I, I don't know how smart he is. Like, it's hard to really tell. <laughs> yeah. I just hope that he would look at it. I mean, oh, my God. And I said this last night, too. Our fucking lives are in the hands of Ivanka Trump to <laughs> fucking rein this guy in or, or make him look at things twice. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Next one on the list, appoint highly conservative Supreme Court nominees. I'm pretty sure that's already done. <laughs> yeah, that's happening. <laughs> Not well, actually, one, but, but I mean, one it, yet. it's definitely going to be happening. Yeah, definitely one, perhaps more. Come on, Ruth. You can do it. Yeah, she's got to hang in there. <laughs> got to hang in there for Take four that years. emergency. Seriously. This- has, he, has he talked about anybody? I heard uh, Lindsey Graham wanted him to put Ted Cruz in there. <laughs> oh, good Lord. He he had a list way back early in the in the uh, Republican nomination process. He put up he floated a list of like twenty people, and they were all super crazy conservatives that you know would put Scalia actually are on par with Scalia. One we can handle. More is the problem. Right. See again in this one. I feel I know he said this over and over again, and he praised Scalia as being a great judge, but mm-hmm. I know he doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about. Mm-hmm. Pence. You know, we are we'll talking him. about a president who starred in two Playboy videos. <laughs> you know, like I just feel he might be a little light on this. Been like, okay, I said that. You know, this guy's conservative. You know, he's not crazy, but he's a conservative. But the people Maybe that he surrounds himself crossed. with, the people, well, the only, the only hope is actually his daughter, probably. Yes, yeah, that's the thing. Is like for years he has not represented a hardcore crazy conservative. But he's putting people in his cabinet that are hardcore crazy conservatives, though. I mean, Bannon, well, for Christ's sake. so far, he put Reince Priebus, who, again, he's a, he's a political he's, guy. That's no big deal. Bannon yeah. is not just conservative. He's fucking batshit crazy. Yeah. And again, I feel that's like, I owe a favor. I don't know what I'm doing. I, I don't know. Maybe I'm putting too much faith in this guy. <laughs> <laughs> but again, but like, just the past does not lead me to believe, like, if were making all these choices, I would be like, oh my god, you're right. That's totally going to happen. Yeah. God, Donald, don't lose focus, all right, man? <laughs> don't lose focus. Just stay Come there. Come on, Ivanka. You can do this. Yeah. <laughs> if, if it takes giving Ivanka top secret fucking whatever the hell she needs, do it. give it to her. Yeah. <laughs> hell, even his wife, Melania. I I cannot believe I don't even that think she's she knows hyper-conservative. <laughs> she posed nude, though. Meh. That's how she got into the country. <laughs> yeah. I, I just believe Melania has no fucking clue what's going on. <laughs> She's like, okay, you're president. Okay. <laughs> mm. So next on the list is cut taxes on wealthy and businesses. And he did release something about a tax plan. It's basically cutting uh, the number of brackets down to three. And a little bit of analysis shows that a family earning between forty and 50000 a year would roughly get a tax cut of about Five hundred sixty dollars. Someone who's mm-hmm. earning seventy five thousand would get a tax cut of over twenty four hundred dollars, and it just goes up from there. So, in the lowest fifth percentage of the population, it's a point six percent tax cut. As you go up to the top fifth percent of people, it is a three point two percent tax cut. The top one percent gets a six point five percent tax cut and the top one tenth of one percent is a 7.3 percent tax cut so the people the wealthiest people get the biggest cuts and that's that's a percentage of their money so those percentages just are exponential so the republican congress though has a history of you if you are cutting 
if you are spending more, you need to account for it. If you're you know, cutting taxes, you need to account for it somehow. Yeah, that's but what I, I don't understand. Absolutely happen. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. yeah. I can't believe it's taken this long. <laughs> but I don't understand how you have to, you know, you have to accommodate for the, the for tax cut. You have to – well, I guess they've never done that. You have to uh, mm. you have to account for expenditure, but you don't have to account for tax cuts. But sure. what or is – according to uh, – uh, now I'm losing it. The, uh, the tax – the independent tax office – I forget what the official – name is but they came out and said that uh, after review in 10 years this uh proposed tax system would cost the country 6.2 trillion dollars but the theory is is that cutting taxes on the wealthy and businesses is that well that will drive the economy forward and have more people buying things and you know increase the economy Hence, more people paying taxes, yada, yada, yada. If, which, even, even if that were true, which it absolutely is not, which is not. it would still yeah. be a $6.2 trillion increased deficit mm. that they're not accounting for. I mean, sure, yeah. the economy might pick up, but that doesn't account for the deficit. Right. That, that doesn't change Let's negotiate numbers. that down. Did you hear? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is probably going to happen. We're going to be I in just, massive debt. I just don't understand how that's even a plan. Like, I do understand how that's a plan because – if I were in the top 1%, I would also want to continue to accrue more power and money. But <laughs> I don't know how they sell the masses on that. Like, well, rather than just give you guys money, how about we give the money to these people here at the top and then hope that they will then filter it down to you? We'll like, see again. Why, why would I want that middleman? <laughs> Ian, have you ever watched a Trump speech? Uh, I can't say that I have in its entirety. Because I've watched numerous ones, and when he would hand this to them, he would just be like, I'm cutting taxes for everybody, which isn't a lie, I guess. Mm. But he didn't explain the particulars of it, and they're just like, he's going to cut taxes. She's going to raise taxes, and he's going to cut them. And that is it. Move on to the next subject. So- and again, you would have to look and investigate something to go, well, what is Trump's tax plan? How is this going to affect me? Oh, I get $560? Mm. Ooh, I got something. <laughs> <laughs> well, the other piece of it, too, is the thing is things that he said is um, he picks on Carrier because Carrier was moving their production to Mexico, I think it was. If his supposition is that if we give Carrier a tax cut, they will stay in Ohio or wherever the hell they were. Right. And the jobs will stay there. So those good middle class jobs, union work will stay in Ohio. That is the supposition, which is completely false because that's not the reason that they're leaving. They're not leaving because tax is too high. They're leaving because they can pay pennies on the dollar for labor right. in Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, he, he, false arguments. And I can't wait to hear these people try to square this shit mm -hmm. when their taxes don't go down that much. And then, you know, the economy fucking crashes again. Yeah. I am never going to quit my job, though. Tell you that, I'm going to stay a real estate agent because my business is going to boom. <laughs> boom. When these regulations go away. They get rid of uh, Dodd-Frank. Oh, baby. <laughs> yeah, until we have yes. another 2008. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm going to save all my money, right? Right. <laughs> make, I know it's going to crash. I've already been through this before. Right. I'll save all my money. You'll make less commission per house, but you'll sell a shit ton more houses. Yeah. Yes. When <laughs> when uh, assistant managers of 7-Eleven come walking in with prequal letters for $250,000, oh. I know I've hit the jackpot. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yes, Ian, I will be taking advantage of that. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, that, that's okay. That That is what we were told. That That is how, how – <laughs> but – uh. I, I have. I was going to to answer one of your uh, 
questions from earlier because I, I've had someone explain this to me. He's already put into place before even the election was decided how to explain away uh, either a successful economy or a completely mm-hmm. failed economy. If it is if it is a, a, the party that he favors and that things are successful, it is because of, you know, all of Trump's good ideas and great work. However, he also let me know that in the event that if Trump wasn't, uh, you know, if it if it does fail, it's because the economy doesn't change overnight. And Trump has so much time, we would have to do so much work to recover from all of Obama's horrible policies. So that, you know, he just couldn't make the changes in time. Like the reason that, uh, Clinton was so successful because, was because of all the great policies that George Sr. put into place. Ugh. Well, yeah, I, yeah, I get that, you know, that that will happen. But you also have to go from the, the standpoint that these people are under the impression that the economy is in the shitter right now. Right. And it's not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, not at all. Well, no, the economy is doing, when the stock market just hit another record high a couple of days, yesterday, Monday, something like that. So no, the economy is doing really well. But the, the fact of the matter is, though, that the, the good middle class jobs aren't there anymore. This is true. So he sold, yeah, them, yeah. He sold them this pack of lies that, you know, that he's going to be able to fix that. And he can't. And not, not only that, are they not coming back, there's going to be less of them yeah. as we keep moving forward. Right. Robotics, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. You know. Driving car. Tesla just released this car that will absolutely drop you off where you need to go and go park itself. Yeah. And then you hit a button and it will come back and get you. Truck drivers, sorry. Yeah. Your jobs are going to be gone soon. Yeah. When Truth. you have an automated truck that can drive all night. Doesn't have to right. be fed or, or doesn't have to sleep. Doesn't have right. to doesn't stop the sick. piss. Yeah. Right. <laughs> doesn't, it doesn't get antsy and, uh, you know, feel like it needs to speed or slow down or get distracted. Or doesn't, fall asleep and hit right. Tracy Morgan. Right. <laughs> yeah. Bastard. Doesn't need vacation. Doesn't need holiday. Doesn't have a family. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So – yeah, that's right. We're, we're going on. <laughs> yeah, we've been going on this for a long time. Uh, so I'm going to go down through some of the uh, the other ones real quick here. Uh, eliminate gun-free zones. I think that's complete bluster. That's just ridiculous. I think Can it was you just even do that. I don't think so. It's a state regulated. Isn't that like a local thing? Not like a... usually right. state and local. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he can get rid of any of it are federal based, so he could make you know the military bases not gun free zones. Yeah, he could make it so but... you could go into the White House with a gun. I'm okay with that. Yeah, knock yourself out. <laughs> <laughs> that was computer. That was pure pandering to uh, the NRA. That's yeah. all that was. Yes. Yeah. And Pence and Trump should be together at the hip all the time. <laughs> All the time. <laughs> uh, decrease support for labor unions. I don't know where that came from. I don't remember that. The, the unions have uh, ruined the American economy, Ray. Duh. Yeah, I don't well, know who said it. Republicans have already ru- ruined unions, so I don't know what more he could do. Yeah. I don't know if that came from the uh, just the Republican Party. That's yeah, just Republican I assume Party. My old nemesis, Scott Walker. Yep. Yeah. He's, the, he's the big proponent now. Um, federal crackdown on state marijuana laws. I don't. Uh, again, th- I, this would not be coming from Trump. No, this, no. This is more about who he picks. Uh, this is more about the you know, the, the religious based Pence and who they pick for the attorney general. That's going to drive that. So yeah, I know Chris Christie. He's not a big fan of weed. No, sure, but with <laughs> yeah. the the recent states, I mean, again, this is something right. that the Repo- Republicans constantly argue is that the states need to generate the states need to decide the these types of things, not the federal government. The federal government is too big. We have to keep the federal government down. How can you then turn around and say the federal government's going to overrule all the states and their marijuana laws? Because it's a moral question. 
question. If the states are not unwilling to settle moral questions, then the federal government must step in. And well, it, 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 we're talking about a gateway drug here, Ray. Come on. But not only that, I mean, that decreased government and states' rights is always the bullshit they hand them yeah. and then do the exact opposite. Right. Every time. Right. So why would this be any different? And why would they even care? Because they don't. they say it, but then when it happens, they're like, well, yeah, well, yeah. you know. But it's another way to get tax money from the poor people. So I, mm. I don't know. Yeah, that's going to be I see the attorney general. So yeah, I, I see this being an argument, but uh, I don't see it. I don't see it getting. I, at this point, I think the marijuana thing is still moving forward. I don't see them stopping it. I agree. But for it to become national law, what would have to happen? Well, uh, marijuana is still on a schedule. What is it, schedule A? Schedule Schedule B, one. Yeah. Schedule one. Schedule one. Schedule, one. Is a schedule one narcotic, which is ridiculous. I mean, it, it you know it, it should fall in the same level as alcohol, wherever that is. Schedule F. I have no idea. <laughs> I don't know what it is. We're um, fucked up. Yeah. One to F. One to, um. <laughs> I don't know what it is. So the the point is that um there are it, it is still on schedule one uh, for in the federal and so the the federal government could crack down on all of these state laws if they wanted to. They don't want to currently, but depending on who the attorney general is, they could. You know, make all of these state laws null and void. Right, but I mean, does this thing become a national law that it's that it's legal to do under Trump ever? It, it's already illegal. It's to, it's a matter right, of right. But I'm saying, um, does it get overturned? Does it become legal? Is there is there because Ray's saying he doesn't believe that this is going to happen, and he's like, I really think that it's going to go national one day. But does this happen under Trump? No, mm, doubtful. Doubtful. Yeah, okay. seriously doubtful. Right, but I don't think it loses momentum. Okay, I think. Hmm. I think the next time, you know, I think, you know, it was what, five, five out of the six states said, go for it. Sounds, sounds right. Yeah. yeah. This lad, everybody but Arizona was like, yeah, we'd be into that. And the public tide has turned on that. So, yeah, it really has. Yeah. It, uh, old Republican white guys are really the only people left that are opposed to weed because they don't know any better. Right. And as soon as they, you know, come into contact with somebody who is using it because they're uh, undergoing chemotherapy, they change their minds. Yeah. So. So next thing on the list is the Civil Rights Act of 1964. Again, I don't know where this is coming from. I don't remember Trump saying anything about – The reason it's on here is because um, I'm, nobody's going to be turning back the Civil Rights Act of 1964. I don't think. <laughs> I, was, I was like, whoa, that's fucking <laughs> no. major. No, but I think that the act – it only protects people from discrimination based on race, color, religion, sex, national origin. And the mistake of the law was making it – based on specific things it could because you cannot extend it to sexual orientation color of hair clothes people wear for wearing an atheist pen right now i could be refused service based on the fact that i wear an a on my necklace i'm waiting for that to happen i'm I'm mm-hmm. I'm yeah. like <laughs> i'm like ready for that to happen <laughs> but people can Currently. Yeah, and that's fine. That, they, I'm perfectly okay with them denying me service because then I will be mm-hmm. making my phone calls that I've been waiting to make for a long time. <laughs> I can but, still discriminate against gays in the real estate business. Yep, and that is not going to change now. No, I agree. That probably will not. Right. Yeah. Well, again, he did say marriage equality. He goes, that's settled. Don't, See, don't that's forget the thing. About if it were left to Trump, I know. God damn if Pence. it were left Jesus, to Trump, I think you were, you're right, but it's not. It's uh, yeah. I, I, th- we will con- we will not move forward in the in in this area. We will only move backwards in the next four years. True, that's true. I think the same can be said about the next 
full list. There's a bunch of yes. religious-based ones. Defunding Planned Parenthood, that, I mean, that's a distinct possibility. Uh, repealing marriage equality, evolution taught in schools, more importantly, intelligent design taught in schools being a yeah. possibility. Uh, Roe versus Wade and transgenders' bathroom rights being repealed or changed, restricted. I think all that right. falls in the same he area. You didn't care about that one too much. He about the didn't. bathroom thing. That is correct. Don't forget. Yeah, but when you're, you're giving the. I mean, I understand Pence is a bad guy <laughs> and he's going to be there, but he is the vice president. It's not. The vice president generally doesn't do right. a whole bunch. Generally, I agree with you, except that remember that he offered um, uh, Kasich the. No, uh, yeah, I know. Yeah, the, the he whole, offered him, you know, uh, what was it? Uh, domestic and foreign policy. So he, he offered right. it to Pence too. But these things still will be like, you know, when someone asks him a question, be like, well. What is going on with the bathrooms, President Trump? And he hmm. maybe he doesn't know because Pence is doing something. And he'd be like, oh, yeah, it's awful. And then he'll call up Pence and be like, Mike, Cut it hey, lay off the fucking bathrooms. <laughs> Hopefully. I can only hope. We Remember, we have to keep him focused. <laughs> I, no distractions. Don't give me glimmers of hope because I, they're only going to be dashed. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we have a whole bunch of stuff that's listed under xenophobic-based uh, orders mm. um surveillancing mosques banning muslims from entering the country limiting immigration scrapping executive orders by president obama to deport uh the dreamers and immigrants uh building a wall i don't know what daca and dapa are that's the dreamers and the uh, oh, that's okay. executive orders all right little just a little redundant uh nafta obviously that's something's happening there nato alliance nuclear proliferation mm. and the iran deal these are all uh, – the last few are very, very dangerous. Yes. Mm-hmm. Now, some of them, like scrapping the Dreamer and other orders, yeah, he can probably do that on like day one, day two. It is yeah. regularly known that a new president entering office can do an executive order and uh, even Obama did it against the Guantanamo Bay. He issued an executive order to close Guantanamo Bay. It was shot down by Congress. It didn't go anywhere. But um, that is a regular thing to do. So the fact – I mean that's just going to be fact I think. Yeah. I think – yeah, DACA and DAPA are um, – I don't remember which is which. But one is the uh, dreamers who are people that were born in this – I didn't know. They were brought to this country as infants or very young children by their illegal immigrant parents. So the only country they have known in you know their their own personal living memory is the United States. They don't necessarily know the language of the country they were born in. He's going to deport them. Um, the other group of people is people that are parents and families of infants that were born in this country to it so illegal immigrants came to this country had an, a baby the baby by definition of being born in this country is a citizen he's going to deport the the parents of those people and that one currently is in the courts anyway so it's right yeah but only only the ones that are ethnically different from us right like right. if two canadian immigrants came over here and had a baby that baby can stay right right just, just the brown ones have to go. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and at this point, I'm pretty sure the Italians and Irish are, are safe as well. Oh, thank goodness. I think they qualify as white at this point, yeah. Right. Yeah. They didn't for a long time, but yeah, at this point. That's all awful, but the nightmare scenario that Adam explained to me last night about leaving those Paris Accords mm. has me very, very frightened. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Which, which are the Paris Accords? Is that the NATO alliance? Oh, no, that's the, no, the climate change. The, the climate, yeah. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. Okay. 
I don't also, see the I, one thing that the, the the one thing I was most concerned about mm-hmm. that over the past year. What's going to happen to my internet? <laughs> That's true. Because I'm hearing now I'm hearing net neutrality popping up again. Yeah. yeah. Well, it, you know, it impacts the ability of corporations to make money. So yeah. And since we don't have a choice in who our internet service provider is for the most part, yeah, it's really concerning because Comcast is a big, giant piece of shit. So, True story. And what about those other things they were trying to put through? The uh, Was it the censorship ones? What the fuck were they? They had really weird names. Censorship. I don't know. Is there any chance of any – so other than net neutrality, they're not – I mean, not that that's a great thing either, but mm. is there any other fucked up things with the internet like we need to clean up? Remember – the, their whole platform was uh, – remember porn was a scourge on the earth or something like that? <laughs> or was uh, a sickness in the United States? That, Am I going to lose my porn? <laughs> that falls into the religion based. Yeah, you're going to hell for that, Jared. Oh, OK. So it doesn't matter. I, I mean I'm already da- damned. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I think there's enough I, – I don't know. I can't say for sure. But I I would think and I would hope that there is a, that there are enough Republicans who aren't actually – like Pence, who aren't as religious, who are not going to necessarily vote for something like that. So what do you bet that Pence is actually a repressed homosexual? Uh, I would say as high as 95%. He is really, <laughs> really well-groomed. He yeah, is. he is. He is. He, he looks is like, like if another penis besides his own touched his skin, he would explode. <laughs> <laughs> he looks so tightly wound. <laughs> I saw a great meme where they're like, hey, let's do a thing where we electrocute Mike Pence till he admits that he's gay. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, yeah, the odds of that he is a repressed homosexual are really, really high. Yeah, as well as as far as like you know, when you mentioned with his appearance and, and the maintenance that he clearly goes through, oh, yeah. like he is he is 100 percent. He is he is Anderson Cooper, except like two <laughs> steps less attractive. <laughs> two. I don't know. Anderson's pretty uh, hot. <laughs> that's true. He could he could be as many as three. <laughs> three to Anderson four. Anderson has those eyes. Ooh, <laughs> <baby>. <laughs> I think it depends on your scale. If it's, on a, yeah, on a scale to one yeah. to ten, we're talking three or four notches here. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's fair. All right. I think we're probably well over on time. Is there anything else we want to bring up before we uh, we call it? Well, I, I want to go ahead, you know, hit climate change a little bit because of all the things that he could possibly do, it is the thing that most impacts the, you know, the survivability of this planet for humans and the fact that nope, they are not true. Ugh. We had a list of ten things, and I said that should be number one, and you three said no, <laughs> so it's not. It's his foreign affairs. Listen to this show once in a while, Karen. Sorry. <laughs> Ian, I still – I felt that I kind of underplayed it when we talked. I said that to you last night. I still don't think it's number one, but it's going to be bad. <laughs> well, not remember, to, it's going to be bad. The, the odds of nuclear proliferation – okay, nuclear proliferation is – odds are pretty high of that. But the, the odds of us going to war with Russia are lower because they're buds. <laughs> and since – Putin and Trump are buds. Putin and Iran are buds. So we should be okay. It won't necessarily, you know, go to nuclear war. Now, there might be little ones based on Israel and uh, Saudi Arabia, Iran area, but they're all brown people, so that does not matter as much. Yeah. Okay. Damn it. Me- and I don't mean that. You, you, you mentioned- <laughs> I'm going to buy a gun tomorrow. You mentioned- uh, You mentioned- You should get training. You mentioned- uh, <laughs> 
You mentioned Israel. Well, I love my Second uh, Amendment right, right? <laughs> I love uh, the uh, Netanyahu's reaction. <laughs> Trump got elected. Trump is, you know, immediately on the phone with Putin saying, see, I did it. And, mm. uh, you know, the, uh, Putin's friends with uh, Iran and Israel's going, wait a minute, maybe we need to back off a little bit. Oh, <laughs> Instantly, crap. Netanyahu yeah, is know, like, oh, man. <laughs> I, I did not see this uh or hear about this jew trump connection till about two days before or two days after the election like i just assumed jews did not like him and then i found out like jews voted for him in like very high numbers because of this whole moving the embassy thing well his son-in-law is gay oh sorry (laughs) (laughs) his son-in-law is jewish end the show right there (laughs) his his son-in-law is jewish and his daughter ivanka has converted to judaism not only that they're orthodox or yeah well but but okay that's all well and fine but like i saw like my jewish i know a few jewish people on facebook and they were super excited when he got elected i'm like what the fuck (laughs) and then i found out that he wanted to move the embassy from tel aviv to jerusalem and that's why jews voted for him what why does that because that legitimizes their claim on jerusalem if he moves the embassy there good god and I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Wow. Yeah, a lot of them. Super happy. That's such a weird reason. I know. <laughs> well. I don't understand that. that that's religion right. for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, it's one of the signs. Ah, okay. All right, so the last thing we had was, you know, what won't be fixed now. Oh, right, sure. Nothing. <laughs> yeah. So Citizens United, we're stuck with that. Never going away. No. Uh, religious freedom laws. Now, I'm putting giant air quotes around that before we uh before we just skip over citizens united that was mm-hmm. part of his platform was to get money out of politics that's true that's true it, it, no it's bullshit i think it's He's, complete bullshit but that was part of his platform yeah but it, it, no it's not going anywhere i'm pretty sure he said that only to get bernie voters yeah i would agree with that so anyway because yeah, he didn't say it too much he said it i believe before she got the nomination and then after that, I didn't hear much about him talking. He about said he mentioned United. it once during uh, during one of the debates, and he said that she. Oh, he did. Yeah, I didn't remember that. Yeah, but it was yeah, like you say, it was a very minor. It, it definitely wasn't that, but I mean, it was part of his platform. It was mentioned, so. But, but in there any was case. a Trump super PAC, wasn't there? Yes, there was. They okay. did a lot of the really nasty commercials. Yeah. So anyway, military is yeah. – I can't say it. Karen, take over. The militarization of the police. Thank that's you. not backing down anytime soon. You got to put those black people in their place. That's true. Mm. The inner cities are a hell. <laughs> hell on earth. Hell on earth. Very high unemployment. Hell on earth. Absolutely. Yeah. And the other one is the Equal Rights Amendment, which uh, only needs, I forget how many more states, three more, something like that. It was three more, yeah. Yeah. This is since the, 90- the 70s. The Equal Rights Amendment has been trying to be passed, and I don't see it going any further. Well, ratified. Anytime soon. Yeah. Sorry? Unless Ivanka gets, you know, involved. Yeah. Hope again with the hope. Mm. Yeah. I'm sorry. I, I I I don't see the crazy in her eyes like I do it like I see in Donald Jr. and Eric. Agreed. Yeah. And I know he really likes her because he talks about her more than he ever talks about those two schmucks. And he ta- he touches her inappropriately too. Yeah. I don't care, Karen. <laughs> That's fine. If she's okay with it, it's creepy. And it saves my ass. <laughs> all right. What else all right. we got? Is that all we got? I think, I think so. so. One oh. last thing before we go. I just yeah. hate the. F- I hate Martin Shkreli so much. I hate him so much. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <And> assholes <laughs> like him celebrating this just really pisses me off. Yeah. 
That's yeah, all I forgot. I forgot he was a thing. Yeah. Well, he played the Wu Tang album if Trump won. So. All right. He oh. bought. He bought the only copy. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And he yeah. played parts of it, but just like that little fucking scumbags like him yeah. are happy about this and rejoicing just makes me sick to my stomach. Yeah. Last piece: uh, charities and foundations to support. I I would like to put this out to the public. I have a couple of that I want to put on the list: the Freedom from Religion Foundation, ACLU, Planned Parenthood. But open for suggestions as to who else should be supported in our endeavors to limit the damage he can do in the next four years. They can do in the next four years. Are you asking us for suge- suggestions? I am asking the, the our listeners for suggestions. Oh, okay. And you. And the only other thing I that I would donate money to my new party that I'm starting. <laughs> <laughs> the only other thing I would would mention again is the Free Thought Equality Fund. Again, they are supporting people who are humanist by mm. their by their policies. So I would throw that in there as well. Sure. We we'll put that on the we'll put some links on the website. All those links are on the bottom of the homepage of the website, profaneargument.com. Excellent. Uh, the only other thing I wanted to mention before wrapping up is some of the questions, some of the statements I had. Um, I got ideas from another podcast, but it's a podcast that I would freely support and say you should go listen to. Sam Harris's podcast, specifically an episode entitled The Most Powerful Clown on Earth. <laughs> Just listened to that two days ago. Yeah, that's a, it was a very good, very well done. Um, so I, yeah, promote that a little bit. Um, all right. So it's, think, a, it's called waking up with Sam Harris, right? Uh, it is the, I couldn't quite hear that. It was, the, it's the waking up podcast. Yes. Right. Yeah. But, but yeah, the most, cl- if you search for the echoing. most powerful clown on earth, you'll see it. <laughs> all right. So I think that's all we've got. If you have any comments, questions, or if you'd like to ask us about anything or have us talk about anything, you can go to profaneargument.com and leave a message, or you can reach us at profanearg on twitter if you'd like to support the website or the podcast in any way you can uh, give us a review hopefully a good one on itunes or uh subscribe on youtube or follow us on soundcloud wherever you want to grab the podcast from we are members of the soon to be named network if you'd like to check out some other podcasts you can go to soon to be named network.com where you can check out some other shows of various things uh from tv shows to just pop culture comic books what have you or if you go to profaneargument.com there is also a list of all those podcasts on the homepage. i want to thank everyone for listening and until next time i am ray i'm karen i'm jared this is Ian. <laughs> what was that? I don't know. The sound, the the, the sign off sounded wrong. Like Karen was in the middle of it. Jared's echoed like three times, yeah. and yeah, I was why, too busy why laughing. Am I echoing? We, I don't know. You just fixed it. Whatever it was. Yeah, it sounds pretty good now. Maybe I'm a- okay. Whatever. I don't know. <laughs> the live Ray, feed. You want me to do another? I'm Jared. Did I jump in too early? I was excited. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm. I'm thinking we're good. I'll give you one right now. Mayamo Jared. <laughs> <laughs> The live feed will just have to put up with it. The uh, the post edit will be fine, I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, and as one final thought, if you tell people there's an invisible man in the sky who created the universe from nothing, the vast majority will believe you, but tell them that the paint is wet and they have to touch it to be sure. <laughs> Good night, and may your God go with you. Awful. That was a lot of show. That was heavy. Does anybody remember when this show used to be about chupacabras and Mormons? <laughs> Now it's about now. Now it turns out we're 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 all wrong. We're doing an atheist show, and we're about to witness the biblical end times. <laughs>